followers of Jesus follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a shocker. Followers of Jesus follow Jesus. And Jesus is on a mission to seek and to save those who are lost. And, and maturity and growth and all of those things are action oriented. It's not that it's us for no more. Let's have a Bible study. It's let's learn the Bible and then go apply it and change the world one life at a time. And we've just got to get our thinking right. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Hey, Happy New Year to everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Chad on the Loving God, Loving People podcast, and things are going to look a little bit different this year. We're going to be releasing these every other week in 2022, at least for the start of 2022. And so I wanted to give you a heads up on that. But today, as we kick off the new year, we're going to talk about, first of all, Chad, do you have any resolutions? Do you have so anything? So wait, wait a second. So the podcast is every two weeks, uh-huh. but they're considerably better this year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so always, quality. Yeah, is, and I would say this is the best one yet. The one you're listening to right now. That's about to happen, even though we haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it in faith. Do I have any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> yeah. Was that the question? Yeah. Uh, not really. I'm, I'm always working on stuff or, or at least pretending that I am. Yeah. One thing, <laughs> one thing I do know about you is you tend to think future anyway. You yeah. Don't, you don't need a new year to all of a sudden go, I should probably think about the future and where I'm headed. I, I know that's how your brain naturally works and you kind of live three, four, five, ten years in the future. Yeah. On a regular day. I try to. The, the past couple of years has thrown that, uh, <laughs> thrown sure. that navigation system off a bit, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm working on getting in better shape. I'm going to turn 50 this year. So I'm like, you need to get your act together. Yeah. You're old, man. I am. I knew Chad when he was just a young whippersnapper almost two decades ago. Robert came on staff when he was 12. I remember that. <laughs> that was great. Yep. Well, as we're going into this this new year, I, I do know that in the past, yeah, the last couple of years have been crazy, but now it's kind of like, okay, let's get back on track with what God has for us. Let's get, not that we were ever were off track, but no. uh, let Let's stop reacting and let's get proactive and, and get after what, what God has for us in this year. Um, and I know just as we've been talking, one of those things in, on your heart has been, let, let's get serious about reaching people. Uh, let's get serious about people who don't yet know Jesus. And so talk about, let, let's go back 2,000 years. Let's go back to Jesus with his disciples. 2,000. Okay, wait a minute. I'm getting there. I'm, okay, I'm 2,000 yeah. years ago. Yeah, we're going to go it. way in the past Hit and me. then we'll talk about the future. Uh, let's go back 2,000 years. Jesus is with his disciples. Um, and in fact, he takes them to this location called Caesarea Philippi. And he takes them on this little, you know, it's an all-day hike to get there. And he goes there to ask them a question. Uh, who, who do people say that I am? Then he says, now, who do you say that I am? After they go, well, some say you're a prophet, this, that. And Peter says, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus you know, kind of gives them a slow clap and yep, you got it right, Peter. And then he says, yes. And on this rock, I'll build my church yeah. and, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. And, and he, in that moment kind of establishes this idea of church. So talk to us a, a little bit. What does that word even mean? What does it mean to be the church? What is the church? Uh, Cause I think a lot of us have preconceived ideas of what church is yeah. uh, and, it, and they're not necessarily biblical. Yeah. Well, even that statement, and I didn't know you were going to share that passage of scripture, but but we even get that statement wrong. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, I, I went to a church. Uh, I was going to go at night, but we couldn't go in because there was a gate around it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, church is closed, right? When Jesus looks at Peter and says, you're right, you know, I am the Christ. I am the Messiah, uh, the the anointed one. Uh, on this rock, I'll build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Gates are a defensive measure. And so 
even when Jesus gives that statement about what the church will be, the church is not something with a gate around it and mm-hmm. we're going to keep out the world. No, 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 no. The gates of hell will not prevail against it, mm-hmm. which means the church attacks hell. Uh, hell is on the defense mm-hmm. and church is on the offense and Jesus is going to build the offense to rescue people out of hell, out of darkness and into the light of, of who he is. And and I think uh, the mistake we've made through the years, now I'll fast forward through 2000 years of church history, is, is that our job is to protect, mm-hmm. right? We're supposed to protect the gospel. We're supposed to protect our way of life. We're supposed to protect uh, whatever. But the reality is when Jesus says, upon the rock, he'll build his church, that's an offensive statement, uh, meaning uh, we move forward. Uh, we are movement-oriented. Uh, we are rescuing people, storming the gates of hell, rescuing, rescuing them uh, into, into new life in, in Jesus. And so the word church is a group of people called together uh, for a common purpose. Mm-hmm. And the Greek word is? Ecclesia. Yeah, I always want to say ecclesia. Well, I probably said it wrong too. But if you say anything with enough confidence, most people go, oh yeah, that's got to be it. Well, you, I always say ecclesia and then you correct me, Chad, it's ecclesia. You're saying it Texas, right? But it just means that- Well, you say ecclesia. Ecclesia. <laughs> that's um, totally different than what I said. It's ecclesia. That sounds like an anatomy part. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that word means a group of people call that together for a common purpose. The church didn't exist prior mm-hmm. um, to this group of people once Jesus ascended into heaven who joined together for this common purpose. And mm-hmm. so uh, they just said that's a group of people on mission. Yeah. And that's where the word came from. Yeah. And so now let, let's talk about the mission. So and and just so you know, everybody who's listening, I'm, I want to when you said offense, defense, I wanted to just bring this up. You recently went to a football game. I did. How did how did that go? Uh, well, it depends on what team you're rooting for, Robert. Yeah, it was a great game. It was a fantastic. So game. I I just uh, at the time of this recording, I just got back from when the Cowboys <laughs> played the Cardinals and the Cardinals won. Chad flew to Dallas to watch the Dallas wait, wait Cowboys second. lose to the Arizona Cardinals. No. I flew my wife <laughs> and my 13-year-old son, both of whom are massive Cowboys yeah, fans. I'm sorry. I'm... We we met Josh Paul, who's on our worship team, and, and his wife, Rihanna, in Dallas, and we all went to the game to watch the Dallas Cowboys lose. And and here's the problem, is they, you know, they were just thinking, they weren't thinking offense, uh, to bring it back to the church <laughs> Well, they just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do any offense, that's, that's for sure. I, I think people just have this idea... That we're to protect ourselves from the world. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, no, you're to change the world yeah. uh, with the truth of who I am. It's just two very different schools of thought. Yeah. And and I'm always tempted as the lead pastor to want to, no, 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 we got to, we got to protect, protect. our, yeah. we got to protect, we're going to protect, you know, and, and, and things get larger and then, then you got more at risk and mm-hmm. all that. No, 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 no. If we're going to fulfill the mission that Jesus has given us, we have got to move forward. We've got to be outsider focused. Yeah. The ho- I'm going to preach a little bit. Go now. ahead. All right. The hope of the world is not your political you. candidate. The hope of the world is, is, is not a particular political party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hope of the world does not exist in your newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hope of the world is Jesus. And the beautiful thing about what Jesus said is, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The only thing that can stop the church is the church. Mm-hmm. So we will either be obedient or disobedient. Um, 
The devil can't stop us, but he can distract us. And so as we go in this new year, my call to everybody listening to the podcast that Sun Valley Community Church is your church home is stop being distracted and let's follow Jesus. Let's remember what the hope of the world is and let's get on mission. And so, yeah, we're going hot and heavy with that this year. Yeah. Sometimes I think the temptation is the church is afraid of losing people, right? And it's so that becomes the focus. I don't want to lose anybody. Don't want to lose anybody. Uh, The church is meant to reach people. That's the focus. The focus isn't actually the people in the church as much as it is the mission of the church. You mentioned that earlier. And Jesus gives the mission of the church. So it's not like, you know, Sun Valley, we racked our brains. What's the mission of the church going to be? Now we gave some words to, you know, we're going to help people meet, no follow Jesus. Modernize it. Um, But it's not that the uh, different churches have a mission. It's that the mission has a church. Yeah. And and the mission is what Jesus gives when he says, hey, go and make disciples and and baptize them, teach them everything I taught you. And and guess what? I'm going to be with you. This is not going to be, I'm just sending you. I'm going with you by the power of the spirit. Uh, But he gives us that mission. So the church is meant for those who aren't here yet. Yeah. That's why the church exists. Yeah, and, and let's nail that to the wall. So sometimes people will go, well, the church is for church people. And I'll be, no, followers of Jesus are the church. That's right. The church maybe is church people, depending on your definition of quote unquote church people. Yeah. And so as followers of Jesus who are the church, what are, mm-hmm. we, what are we supposed to be doing? So I'm going to say what I say. The church is not a building you come and sit in. It's a movement. I'm going to say it slowly. It's a movement that you, you personally, you, you, you who is listening right now, the church is a, is a movement that you choose to be part of to help people meet, know, and follow Jesus. If you are not interested in helping people meet, know, and follow Jesus, then you are not the church. If you are not interested in taking people with you to heaven, you're probably not going there. It's, 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 it's that intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, followers of Jesus follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a shocker. Followers of Jesus follow Jesus, and Jesus is on a mission to seek and to save those who are lost. And, and maturity and growth and all of those things are action-oriented. It's not that it's us for no more, let's have a Bible study. It's let's learn the Bible and then go apply it and change the world one life at a time. And we've just got to get our thinking right. Yeah. And, and just to remind all of us, because this is easy for me to f- forget personally, because I grew up around church. Um, I, I came to faith in Jesus at an earlier age. Anybody who's listening to this, who's put their trust in Jesus, God used somebody storming the gates of hell for you to receive that. that 100%. For you to hear the gospel, for you to respond to it. Uh, God uses people. Now, God's the one doing the work. It's the work of the Holy Spirit that allows us to even be open to saying yes to following Jesus. But God uses people to be a part of that. And so somebody stormed the gates for you. And so don't let it stop with you and go, oh, that's great. I'm in, you know, and then that's the end of the story. No, it's, it's you know, I, I think of that old playground game where, you know, one person's it and they tag somebody and now that person's it with them until you get to that last person. Yeah. That's what the church yeah. is. And so you've been tagged on the shoulder. You're it too now. And so you join into this mission. You join into this thing that's been going on for 2000 years now. Yeah. And it started with this small group of people and, and it's been going on and it's this beautiful chain of life change that has existed for the last 2000 years. And we have the privilege to be a part of it in this moment in time. God has called you to right where you are, whatever spheres of influence you have, whatever workplace you're in, whatever neighborhood, uh, to be a part of this thing that's been going on for thousands of years that even predates that and all the preparation God did for the coming of, of Christ. And now here we are and, and the church continues and, yeah. and the gates of hell will not stop it. The thing that I wish for uh, everybody in our church this year, and uh, I talked about it at the beginning of the year, but the thing that I wish for for 
everyone uh, is the joy of seeing a friend or family member come to faith in Jesus, and and you were part of it. Mm-hmm. I I wish for you the joy of of that. And so, uh, yeah, so we're asking everybody this year, uh, reach one, mm-hmm. pray for somebody, lean into it, invite them to church, invite them to one of our groups. Uh, this whole series, uh, I'm trying to equip you so that when something comes up in somebody's life, you, you've got an invitation for them. Uh, I want to equip you to share your story with them. I want to equip you to invite them to Alpha, to a care group, to, to church on a weekend, uh, let's let's everyone reach one mm-hmm. this year, because mm-hmm. um, I wish for you the joy of that, uh, of just seeing a friend or family member come to faith. And and it really is what life is about. I mean, we talk about, you know, the purpose of the church. Well, you're the church. Yeah. What we're talking about here is the purpose of your life. And if you and I are not trying to reach people, we're wasting our life. Yeah. It's the only thing that uh, we can do now we won't be able to do in heaven. That's right. Yeah. And it's going to outlive everything else that we're doing. Well, Bible studies are better in heaven. Fellowship's better in heaven. Our worship team's awesome, but the music's better in heaven. Food's better. My guess is, Robert, you're pretty good, but the preaching and teaching's better in heaven. Everything's better. The only thing that we can do now that we won't be able to do in heaven in the context of the gospel is reach people. That's right. So we got to get after it. Yeah. Don't waste your life. Chad, so I think there's a lot of people that um, maybe there's a season where they were like, oh, I got, I got friends that need to know Jesus and I'm, I'm going to yeah. invite people. I got a family member I've been praying for. Um, and, I, and I've seen this happen again and again. There, there comes a point where they just get tired or there was enough no's uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that they just kind of gave up or maybe they've lost some of that passion because, you know, their faith story is now so far in the past. Maybe yeah. they've, they've forgotten what it was to be lost. Maybe they've forgotten what it, what it was not to have that. Um, what, what's your encouragement for that person? That, that maybe has kind of stopped that or, or you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So the Bible talks a lot about endurance and perseverance. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't do that without hope mm-hmm. and you can't do that without some kind of vision. And so one of the reasons why uh, we do baptisms the way we do it. And, and so all you Sun Valley people who are used to our baptisms, uh, here's what I want you to do next time we have a baptism. Stay for the entire service mm-hmm. and watch faces. Mm-hmm. Just stare at the screen because the baptism's probably distant from you physically, but watch the screens and the faces of the people who are being baptized. And remember in that moment uh, when grace first got a hold of you. Yeah. Because what that does is that fuels the flame of hope that drives endurance and, and, and perseverance. Um, I get it. Um I got to tell you, man, you were talking about we're doing podcasts now every other week. What's the matter? Well, we're kind of tired. <laughs> you know, uh, we just have a lot going on that, that we're gearing up for in the, in the new year. And um, yeah, and, 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 and frankly, we're, we experiment with all kinds of things. But um, I, I think all of us get tired with ministry. All of us get distracted. All of us have those things. And so there has to be this continual repentance uh, driven by the hope that we have in, in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's good to think back and remember when grace got a hold of you mm-hmm. because it, it fuels that. And here's what I've learned. Uh, it's been a long time since you helped anybody come to faith. When you do it again, it, it lights that match again. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing, um, my wife and I will talk more about Alpha in this series, but we've been doing these small groups in our home of people who don't know Jesus, who think some of what I believe is stupid, you know, all that kind of stuff. Dude, it has been so fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get emotional. It has been so fun and life-giving uh, to see some of these people come to faith. And and not all of them have yet, but uh, they're in process. 
And frankly, it, 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 it gets me over all of my feelings about the pandemic and masks and vaccines and COVID and church and leadership and all the burdens of that. I get over all that real fast mm-hmm. um, when I see somebody give their life to Jesus. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah, go to work again. Let's do it again. So, yeah, that's my advice. That's good. One of, one of the joys when I hear people's stories of how they came to faith in Jesus, one of the questions I always ask people, if I meet somebody on the patio on a, one of our campuses or whatever, how long have you been at Sun Valley? Oh, how'd you, how'd you end up here? You know, kind of what's your story? And, uh, and what I love about it is seeing how God weaves so many different people into the lives of an individual. Uh, coming to faith. It's, it's rarely is it, well, it was just this one person, right? Uh, there were invites along the way. There were a whole lot of no's that happened. Um, and they've done studies and research, you know, I, I forget what the number is. Maybe it takes like seven invites before somebody actually comes to church or something like that. Uh, but, but you see how God weaves all these different people together. Paul talks about it in the new Testament where, you know, someone plants a seed and another person waters that seed. And there's this kind of organic thing that happens. Uh, but when the entire church gets involved, you have a whole lot more people experiencing that life change. And then there's a crescendo of that, right? There's a, there's a multiplication of that and it continues to ripple out. But I would say, don't, don't be discouraged if you're, you're talking to somebody or you're inviting someone to church and they say no, because uh, it could be that that was number six and the next person, they're going to say yes. Uh, it could be that you praying for that person. That, that's part of just watering that seed that's already been planted. Um, but, but I think if all of us get involved, uh, that, that really is what God has designed in the church. And that's where we see the fruit grow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you never want to be somebody's no. Yeah, uh, you always want to be somebody's yes. Mm-hmm. And and again, um, one of the things I have said, I will say, I'm going to say right now is, we are not salesmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are simply witnesses to the grace of God in our life. And so it's never rejection of me or any of that. It's me just loving somebody, mm-hmm. and I just want for you uh, what what I've experienced. And so, uh, you know, patience is part of that. Consistency is part of that. Uh, loving people where they are mm-hmm. uh, in comparison to where you might want them to be is, is part of that. And just being a genuine friend yeah. um, is, is, is part of that. So we're not salesmen, we're witnesses. So, mm-hmm. so really we're witnessing all the time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just open, yeah. right? I'm just asking this year, for, would, you, would you just pick one and, and just pray for them, Yeah, right? It's not your job to sell them. But it is your job to love them and pray for them. Mm-hmm. And when opportunity comes, yeah. you know, make that invitation. And I, and I would just add on to that. I think that's all right on. Uh, don't hide your hope. Yeah. Uh, Peter writes, you know, hey, be ready to give the reason for the hope that you have, which means your hope should be evident Yeah, <laughs> that, that we are people of hope. You mentioned that earlier. Uh, we, we are people of faith. We do trust in the work that God is doing. We do trust in the ultimate end for all of humanity that, that ends and culminates in us being with God in eternity and perfect relationship with good food and good worship and all the things that you mentioned. Uh, that's the hope that we have. So be ready to give the reason for that. And, and in that, the power of just your own story. Why, why do you have faith? Where does your hope come from? How has Jesus changed your life? And just be ready to share that when those opportunities come up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, yeah, so just to draw a line in the sand uh, for everybody that's a follower of Jesus. Um, my question would, would, would be this in, in this realm, you know, what will you do with your one and only life, right? Who is going to be in heaven because of, because of you? Um, God's plan is you and me. And, and, and all of his humor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a scary thought. Yeah. yeah. And there is, and there is no plan B. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just have this, this, this picture of Jesus is dying on the cross, right? And all the angels in heaven 
you know, everything is just down. Mm-hmm. Then three days later, there's the resurrection and all the angels are pumped. Yeah, we we knew we knew it, right? We you thought we lost hope, but we didn't, God. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. We 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 knew it. All right, what's the plan? You know, redemption of the entire world. What's the plan? And God says, Well, I'm gonna give it to the humans. I'm gonna give it to the church. And so Gabriel's like whispering to Michael, you know, after the meeting, Are you are you kidding me? You're gonna entrust the humans with this, right? And there is no plan B. Uh, it's, it's you and me. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, right, as much as I'm laying on the pressure, there's no personal pressure because I'm simply a steward, a manager of the grace that God has given me. I'm just a beggar telling other beggars where to find bread. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of a loving God and loving people is it's so freaking attractive mm-hmm. and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not selling anybody. Um, so let's not be distracted. Let's get on mission. Let's love God, love people. Begin to pray for a specific person this year, and I wish for you the joy of seeing a friend or family member come to faith this year because of your ministry in their life. Yeah. Um, and I just believe beautiful things are going to happen when we commit ourselves to this mission. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, why, why don't we take a moment? Let's let's pray uh, for that person specifically. Uh, so wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Um, if even in this moment right now, you would you would let a name come to mind, let a face come to mind, somebody who doesn't yet know Jesus, somebody who uh, still is experiencing what it is to be to be lost and not have the hope that, that you have. Um, and let's take a moment and just pray for for that person. Uh, Chad, you want to lead us in a, a moment of prayer? Sure. Father, thank you for grace. Grace, by definition, is a gift and you give it. Um, When we really boil it down, uh, (laughs) all of us know you because we we humbled ourselves to receive. We really are beggars telling other beggars where to find the bread of life. And so I pray for everyone listening as they're praying for individual names. And I, I pray that we would be good servers this year, that we would we would serve the bread of life to any who want to partake. Um, I pray we would love well, that we would listen well, that we would, we would simply be, when we talk about being on mission, we'd simply be intentional with our lives, that we would live for something bigger than us. Um, forgive me for my selfishness. Uh, most of my prayers are about what I want. Uh, Father, may we be mission-minded. May we be uh, in step with you. And in that, may the world change in and through us. Teach us, we pray, and may we be the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.